All right, Gene. Are you ready to be counted in? <coughs> I'm ready. <coughs> ready in Hamash. Arba, Shalosh, Stein. Yeah. Where my mom's, where my mom's at Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at yeah. Where my mom's yeah. at Hi dudes OMG I know you guys I've been gone for two whole weeks I'm gonna tell you all about it It's been uh you know every you guys know if you're a parent listening to this like it feels like once a month or so or every two months the shit hits the fan with small kids and man it's you know it's just like waves of sickness and i'm you know i got super sick so i didn't record for the last two weeks so apologies but i am back i am high on sudafed apparently if you buy the um behind the counter stuff that's what people make meth out of and let me tell you, it's been a fun week. I've been so productive. I've lost three pounds, and I got through Halloween high on um, on on meth, basically. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be bummed when this cold is over because it's been really productive. But first, let's do some business. Um, I'm you know last year I came out as uh, polyamorous, and then this year I came out as bisexual, and I I announced on your mom's house that I'm recording my next stand-up special uh, for Netflix. And I am so stoked. Both my shows sold out within, you know, minutes, basically. So I've added a third show. If you want to come see me do a warm-up for my special taping, I'm going to do a warm-up show the night before, January 21st, in New York City at the same exact venue. It's going to be pretty much the same thing, and you guys can see Uh, my hour as it will be recorded on Netflix. And there's just a handful of tickets left. So go to ChristinaPOnline.com for that. Okay, next, moving right along. What'd you move? (laughs) My dates, I need those. November 19th through 20th, we're going to do Atlanta, Georgia at the Punchline, and then Salt Lake City, November 26th through 28th, San Antonio, December 9, 10, 11, Posture, Orlando, Florida, December 16th through 18th, and then that's it, and then, oh my God, no, then Orlando, I said Orlando, and then I'm, I'm filming my special, I can't believe it. It's come so fast and and also so long, you know, because I was slated to record this hour just as the pandemic hit. Literally, I was ramping up and I the countdown was on and then the world shut down. But I'm really grateful because it gave me a year alone, you know, home with my kids and not not alone, but, you know, it, it gave us all a different perspective on life. And so I think it made my jokes a lot deeper and richer and better now. Hell yeah, dude. Oh, thank you. <laughs> that was so weird. You were just in my ear. You were like, hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, yeah brother. You're so creepy. You sound so creepy. I like try to that. be. I know. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silence. Instacart notes. Nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. 
Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Um, so today, this comes out on November 8th, and today is my 13th wedding anniversary with my Jean Tom Seguera. We've been together, married 13 years, total 17 years, and it feels like 47. I don't know why it's only 13 years, but um, so we're going to celebrate today. We don't have a ton of time, but I I arranged for something special for him, which involves eating, which just means we're going to go eat. We just like to eat and drink and lay around. What kind of eating? Is it going to be like uh, someone bringing some olives, like a grapevine onto him and... No, he just gets to lie down and no, it's just sushi. I, I we're gonna go eat some fancy sushers, Ooh. which he loves, and I love that too. It's so fun. Um, so yeah, so so I tell you what happened the last two weeks, man. What what the fuck? You know, it, it's always it's like, you know, the so I got a three year old. I have a five year old boy, two boys, right, three and five, and the three year old is building his immune system because he didn't have one made because of the pandemic because we lived in California, everything was shut down. So now poor Julian is getting. Every single cold, every single virus, every single thing. It's like every other day this poor kid has a fever, is sniffling, is coughing. And then he's got this thing where every cold, every cough turns into viral asthma. So then it's like... Viral asthma? Don't even ask me. And like, he's had it since he was a baby. And I didn't even fucking understand. Like when a doctor tells you something oh asthma you're like well what does this mean does it mean that he can't run ever like is he not going to be in sports is he going to be weird is he going to be that that sickly kid with the inhaler that you grew up with you know there's always that kid like in the 80s growing up like the one kid in the class had asthma and he was like the weakling and he's going to get made fun of and so what it is is i finally understand it is that just when they get a cold it turns into asthma because their airways get restricted. And so, you know, it's scary because your baby can't breathe. So you're like, oh, my God, is he, you know, it's always like, so last month he had croup and that was terrifying. I had to wait for his, the steroids to kick in. And now it's viral asthma and, you know, he is albuterol and all this shit. I know it's like, it's the fucking worst. And of course it only happens when Tom's out of town for an extended period of time. So I'm alone with two kids and I'm sick and then the baby's sick, and then it's Halloween. <laughs> so, we're like, so, but I wasn't going to let no fucking sickness take me down. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I crushed Halloween. I crushed the shit out of Halloween. So at the school, you know, they, okay, so they, the school is very involved. I didn't, this generation of parents are super involved in their children's school lives. Like, I don't recall a time, like not one time, where any anybody, my mom or my dad, like participated in a school function. For instance, hey, uh, we have snack duty. Which one of you parents are gonna bring snacks for Friday book club snack duty? You can bring a healthy snack. Like, none of this shit. And then you have to like, you get the fucking email and then you have to sign up for snack duty. So there's that. And then there was, you know, uh, so there's this thing called trunk or treat. Trunk or treat. Can you go ahead and Google this, Nadav? Have you ever heard of trunk or treat, first of all, as an adult? Not in L.A. No. <laughs> no. I know. So just Google image search trunk or treat. So I get this email from the school and they I feel like they email me like, you know, every day it's like something else. And 
something new. And they're like, do you want to do trunk or treat? Now, I'm down for Halloween. We all know I'm goth on the inside. I fucking you know, leave it on the Charlie Brown one. Leave it there. I like that. You know me, guys. I'm ride or die when it comes to Halloween. So I was like, yeah, dude, I'll do trunk or treat. Assuming that all the parents decorate their trunks like this. And that that's what that's what you do. Like all the parents will do that because I've never done this stuff before. Mm. Right. So I'm thinking like easy peasy lemon squeezy. I like the Charlie Brown setup. It's 80s. I'm 80s. I'm going to I bought all this crap on, you know, Oriental Trading Company dot com or whatever. On what? <laughs> it's called Oriental Trading Company. I swear to God. No, that's like the shit. I know. Yeah. Is. yeah. <laughs> you got all the good shit there. <laughs> I know it's like it's, all little trinkets and stuff. Yeah, right? how yeah. can they call what? it? How do they still call it that? Isn't that considered not cool? Anymore? Yeah, aren't you not allowed to use that word? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Annie, how do you know about Oriental? Tra- Look, there's some Hanukkah stuff. We got to get that for you, Nadav. Oh, sick, Look. sick, sick. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is like mom's secret. The Oriental Trading Company—they got all this shit, and then they just send it to you. So. I basically looked up the, the the Charlie Brown motif and you can just Google like you put in trunk or treat an Oriental Trading Company and then it just, you know, right, right, dude, right. Like put in trunk or treat and, and just like it does all the work for you. So like if you're super lazy, you're just like, yeah, yeah. So there you go. So I just bought like the ready made shit. I'm such an asshole. And so Which one did you what themes? Did oh, you I did Charlie with? Brown. I did Charlie Brown 80s. OK, OK, OK. Yeah, I'm strictly. I love Charlie Brown. I love that. You know, it's such easy. Oh my God, this is. Like I know. A whole, this is like because of COVID, right? Like they didn't yeah. have trunk or treat before, did I, they? I I don't I don't know. I I think it is for COVID because this way, like, and also you know where your candy's coming from. If you're, mm. if you're a nervous parent about trick or treating, you just like you know you do this so this way you know who's getting getting what giving what to your kid. So I assumed everybody. At school, be doing this, and that just hundreds of trunk or treats, and of course, I went hard, and I, I got my Cruella costume back in August because I fell in love with that the new movie. <laughs> so here's how I dressed up for trunk or treat. You'll notice that <laughs> I got an authentic Cruella jacket. <laughs> authentic? Yeah, that's okay. So there are many costumes for Cruella. This one's like the cool one. And then I even bought that sequin top special on Express. And I went hard and I got that nice Amazon wig. So I dressed up and put on fake eyelashes. Like I was I was convinced that everybody at school would be as hardcore as I am. Well, we show up for trunk or treat. And guess what? Not everybody does the trunk or treat. <laughs> it's only like a handful of people that do it. And, and then you're hosting. But I took Annie's advice because he's good at trick-or-treating, too. And he's like, get full-size candy bars. Mm. Oh, yeah, baby. The full-size candy bars and the, uh, uh, what was it? I got the sticky hands. Yo. The ring pops. Yes. What, how, what, what type of uh, full-size candy bars you get? You get them a bunch of Twix, just random ones? No, bro. I got like, um, I just got the, the mix-up. So it comes with like full-size Snickers, full-size M&M packs. It was like on Amazon. Ooh. You get the full-size I know, and like it's not that much more to just get them freaking full size. No, it's like a dollar, and the kids yeah. are like, "Oh my God, you're Jesus!" Yeah, like I saw God today. Yeah, he they go to me. ballistic. So here's the deal: I did my trunk or treat. I set it up uh, 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 as peanuts, whatever, and 
I didn't know it was a contest even. There's this, a contest. So you have to register for the contest. And, you know, I'm, I'm like, come on, kids, let's go look at the competition, right? And Ellis is very competitive. And he's like, mom, are we going to win? I'm like, I don't know, dude. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not playing to win. Like, I didn't come to play to win yet. I didn't know this was a contest. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this first year for me is just going to be like, let's figure it out. So anyway, I'm walking around in this full Cruella costume. It's like 90 degrees in Texas melting, melting. I'm looking around. I'm noticing none of the parents are dressed. <laughs> Not even a little. Um, there's a few, but like they went normal. You know what I mean? They're like, I'm a unicorn. And the mom, the tired mom just puts on like a unicorn onesie, which is what I should have done because I was exhausted and sick and on Sudafed. I should have just been like, I'm not, but I'm crazy. And I love Cruella and I love Halloween. So yeah, the only person dressed up like me was the principal. Everyone else <laughs> was like, um, how much time do you have at home? I'm like, I don't. I'm, I really didn't have the time. So You're just a better mom than them. Whoops. No, I'm not. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not, better than you. Not even. My B. But I felt actually really like, oh my God, am I a worse mom? Because does this mean I'm super narcissistic that I like... You know, I actually felt more guilty, like, oh, God, am I that, am I, like, that cool mom? You know, like, in Mean Girls, who's like, I'm going to go out of my way. I'm like, oh, no, I don't, I didn't know. I thought everybody would do this, you know? Wait, like, you thought because you had enough time to put a sick costume together that that makes you, like, a Like a narcissist. Mom? <laughs> yeah, like, I'm. am I, like, being, ex- like, am I... Yeah, I don't know. It's weird how I, much I, I relate to you, bro. Oh, really? Because I'm, I'm the same. I, I, I did the, the, you know, the, the what's it called? The decorations for my house. Yeah. And I felt the same because I was getting so happy that the kids liked my decorations. And I'm like, yeah. wait, but this isn't about me. This I is about know. the kids. Am I, a piece, am I making Halloween about me? Yeah, that's how I felt. Uh, totally. But then I was like, you know what? No, because I let my children pick their own costumes. Well, except for Julian. He's only three. He wants to be a car. So he was Lightning McQueen. Ellis was Pac-Man. You know, when I, we got him the Pac-Man costume, like he looked dope. But yeah, I was like, am I making... Exactly. And the, But then I was like, you know what? No, because the, all the kids saw me and were like, Cruella, Cruella. So I know that it was cool. Because I remember when I was little... I really appreciated when adults participated in kid things. It it was like a hope that when I grew up, I wouldn't be lame, you know? Hell yeah. <laughs> right? Because you're, because you're, I always tell, I tell my boys like, look, Halloween is for children. But you know, when you grow up, you can still be fun. You don't have to be like <laughs> depressing. So we're walking around and we're sniffing out the competition and, um, you know, I'm seeing like the Scooby-Doo trunk or treat. I'm like, that's kind of dope. But I know that, you know, the parents are really voting. It's not the kids that are voting. It's the parents. And I'm like, Scooby-Doo, that's kind of dope. That might get a few hits. There's, there's like, <laughs> such a fucking asshole. I know. And then there's, there's one that was like a golf, like you have to putt putt to get candy. And I'm like, kids don't give a fuck about golf. That's for parents too, you know? And then, like, the another one was, like, um, just, like, fall, whatever. And then, dude, so there were two. Oh, and then there was one where this parent rigged a spider. It was rad. Like, you come pet the spider, and then, you know, he works, he, he works like a lever where the spider jumps at the kid. That's dope. I was like, ooh, that's, that's going to be good. And then Candyland. 
fucking Candyland. It was a two-car series. So two moms got together and they did a full Candyland and then they're like, hey, come down, come to the candy shoot. And they created like a tube. It was so good. What? And they, Those cheating bastards. Hold on. They combined two cars? Yes. Into, that's cheating. That's cheating. No, it's not. That's cheating. No, it's not. You can't put two people in one race you can't car do that. and say they both got first. <laughs> yeah, that's you cheating. can't do that. Well, they did. They uh-uh. did. What are we going to do about this? Well. Wreck their cars? Because yeah. <laughs> when I pulled up for Trunk or Treat, they're like, you know, you have to park where the, there's an O and not an X. And I was going to go park at one place. And one mom's like, oh, sorry, I'm holding this for my other, my other, my partner. And I was like, what? You can do that? So I knew I, I had no idea I was being bamboozled. I walked into a trunk or treat contest. I didn't even know it. I just came there for the fun. OK, but now I'm like, I'm ready to party. So here's the deal, man. I walked past this one, number three, and it was a Dia de los Muertos one. You remember the number. <laughs> of course I do. It was fucking Dia de los Muertos. And it wasn't Ooh. like the Coco version. It was real. Like this, God damn, it was so good. I was so mad because I was like, you fuckers actually care. Like I was so mad that they were really competing and I didn't even have that. in. Okay. It was so, it was amazing. So it was like many tears. So this guy had like built something in the trunk that was layered. And then he had the candles and the, the ofrenda. God damn. The ofrenda. Yeah. And it was pictures of his family, his dead family members. <sighs> I on. know. And at that moment I was like, number three, you won. I freaking knew you won Dia de los and Muertos. Target acquired for next year, right? Well, gonna egg the shit out of them, right? No, I go opposite. TP? No, because okay. So do you want to know who won? Uh huh. Juan. One. One. You know how to say it. I don't. I you say do. Juan. No, you don't. I say Juan. Okay, so here's who won. It was okay. Candyland came in second. We knew that was gonna happen. We knew that was gonna happen. Wait, both Candylands shared second. Yeah. Okay. I like the don't though. I like the Candyland ladies. They're nice. They're like my favorite moms actually who did Candyland. They're mm-hmm. rad. They're really nice. And number three won first place. Fucking Dia de los Muertos. And you know why? Because it had heart. It had uniqueness and had cultural relevance. It it was everything. Gotcha. So now I'm coming back next year with a goddamn vengeance. You want showbiz? I got fucking showbiz. Huh? You want heart? I got heart, bitches. Like, I pulled out of there, and Ellis was like, Mom, are we going to win next year? And I was like, you bet your ass we're going to win next year. I'm already planning. I know what I'm going to fucking do, bro. I'm going to rent a VW bus. So that shit opens. Yo. Yeah. See, Annie knows. Annie, you're going to help me with this, I was about to say, please call me up. Let's tag team this shit. We're going to fuck up all these moms. Yeah, dude. All these dads. Forget all that. Yeah, dude. This is our fucking year. Yeah. It's our year, baby. Our year. Are you? And I was thinking having like, like the doors open, like you have to knock or there's a special knock doors open. And then there's like strobe lights, a smoke machine. I want music. Jesus. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I got you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and I want to call me, please. Yeah. We'll, we'll think of the theme. Hungarian Halloween, Hungarian nightmare. <laughs> Eastern European visions. Don't say that in front of Olga. She's from the Eastern lot. She's very sensitive. <laughs> 
you're in America now. It's okay. You're safe. Um, but here's the deal, man. And, and like, I'm not a spoiled sport, but here's the truth of it. Okay. Every kid that came to the Charlie Brown trunk or treat was like, this is the best one. This is the best one. Why? Full-size candy bars. Hell yeah. 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 Now, if the kids had voted and not the parents, I have a feeling Charlie Brown, well, I called it 101 Charlie Browns because I was dressed (laughs) like Cruella. 101 Charlie Browns would have won. Okay? Because if if we're going by candy... I won the candy challenge. I'm just saying, my candy, my the quality of full size, you can't compete. You know what I'm saying? There's no telling what what will be the meme like around this time next year, but this year, <laughs> I think what would have yeah. easily won, yeah, would have been Squid Game. Oh, Squid Game. Oh, you're man. right. That would have been it. You Ooh. know your audience because oh, it's yeah. the parents you're appealing to. Uh huh. It's the parents. Uh huh. And it's all kid games, too. You make them do red light, green light. Like, that shit applies to both. I wanted to do that for my house. I didn't have the time. That's why I'm like, well, my house sucks. No, your house was amazing. I tried. I tried. Your house was so good. You had lighting concept. You had blow up things in the front. I saw that. I saw your stuff. I'm going to cry. Stop, please. And (laughs) can I, you guys don't know this about any. I I hope I'm not embarrassing you too much. But You are a little bit. It was adorable. He, in advance, I'm talking weeks in advance had made baggies for the neighborhood kids. Oh, look, there's his house, dude. Are we supposed to show this? <laughs> I don't think this is a good idea. He posted it. But I don't want people knowing where you live. Look at that. That looks rad. Is your front door open? Yeah, my front door is uh, open. It looks great. Congratulations. Thank this you. looks so dope. Yeah, I, apparently, I again, I, I thought you. it was... Um, I thought it was bad and, and, and it wasn't good enough, but they were saying that some kids were too scared to like come to the house <laughs> right. the next morning. That's right. So I'm like, oh shit, I actually did a good job. You did a good job. So these are the bags I'm referring to. And he lovingly packed these bags, these gold bags for these kids. And what's in the bags? Like toys and... I put, yeah, so I got, um, what was it? It was full-size so candy bars. I got ring pops. I put bouncy balls. Basically, I, I thought about all the things that my mom didn't want me to have as a kid. Yeah. And I just put all of those things in there. So the sticky hands, slime. You gave me that. You told me the slime. Oh, I love slime. So you, you oh gave my God. me that one. Can I tell you what the lamest person did? I'm not going to. Okay, what's worse than fucking raisins? Giving out raisins to kids? Uh, like plums and shit? Like no, tangerines? No. Books. Somebody, this bitch gave out books to kids. I'm like, come have some fun. Banned. Banned. Yeah, you're not allowed back next year. You're you're dismissed for a year. Come back when you have better ideas than books. Books. Like a like kid books? Yeah, of course. No. Adult <laughs> books. <laughs> Self-help books. I'm okay, you're okay. <laughs> you're right. Cod- coddling of the teenage mind. Yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. trauma like- of the gifted child. No. No. No, it was like books. And my ki- I mean my kids were like, "Thanks." <laughs> Okay, I'm like, say thank you. Um, so that was Halloween part one, was Trunk or Treat, and it was a huge success. And then the next day was actual Halloween, and my kids have never gone real trick-or-treating because of COVID and everything, and I was like, I don't give a fuck if I have to like wheel myself down the streets. We're doing this. So we went trick-or-treating, and it was so lovely. With the, you know, the Austinites are so sweet. 
And it's like these idyllic 1950s neighborhoods. It was like the valley in the 80s. It was so cool. And people, you know, did different themes. Like one lady did like baby shark theme and you could come into her garage and she'd decorate. I just, I, I love it. I just love, I love these holidays. I'm not, you know, and I, I think it's just a chance for me to relive um, all the stuff I never got to do as a kid. And now you get to redo it. You get to redo, right? Any, like that's, I imagine that's part of why you're, doing this totally yeah, totally I'm, i definitely did this for the kid in me which I, I guess i guess is kind of part of why i shouldn't feel bad about it because no. sure it's for me but it's for the younger version of me that doesn't yeah. really get to come out these days yeah because yeah, you and i are really like you remember what sucked as a kid so bad <laughs> like oh my god ellis got to eat his first pixie stick oh my I god know, and I have, I have a video sticks. of it i was oh. like you're gonna love this one bro <laughs> It's just like mainlining sugar. I'm like, oh, this one's so good. Like just watching my kids try for the very first time, you know, like they don't know what um, a Reese cup is. Like this is the first time. I know they've had Reese cups, but I'm, I'm trying to think of like bottle caps or you Smarties. You mean Reese's or- peanut butter cup? Re- Reese's cups. Oh, uh, Reese's peanut butter cup. Reese's peanut butter cups. Oh, Reese's pieces. That's what he had never had before. And he was like, what's this? And like just watching them, watching their fucking brains explode from sugar. I loved it. It was so, and everybody got felt so sick at the end of the night, but my goodness, what a fun, what a fun, fun Hell time. yeah, dude. Yeah, and I'm not one of these moms that's like, give it back. I'm like, nope, make yourself sick. That's what it is. You got to learn how to make yourself sick. That is true. I think that's yeah. one of the best lessons that a kid could have Yeah, is, yeah, make, I mean, metaphorically make them stick the, you know, fork in the outlet. It's <laughs> let them know why you shouldn't do that. Uh, yeah, they're going to learn the lesson way better if it just they're like, I don't feel good. I'm like, I told you. Yeah. <laughs> now you're not going to do that again. I remember vividly my, the first time I got sick off of Reese's peanut butter cups, the fourth grade <laughs> end of the year party. I'm like, oh, mom's not around <laughs> to tell me that I can't that I can only have three. You right. Know? So I'm just I'm just in the corner, just shoving all these Reese's cups in my Those mouth. Fast, dude. And then it's just like, ooh, Nadav, the ten-year-old, needs to go lie down for a while. <laughs> Did you barf, or you just laid down? Uh, I was extremely nauseous for for the rest of the day. I'm like, oh, okay, that's why you don't have the entire bag of Reese's peanut butter. I cups. know, and like, if any, I mean, I imagine the antidote to that is eating something good, I, I like cheese and crackers or something. So I'm not sure how to solve sugar sickness. Oh no, that's you just gotta ride it out. Like it's like because it's like a crazy taste. Ride in your the wave. Mouth. Yeah, you just taste metal for a while. You're like, oh, this is something's wrong. I know it's so funny because when I was a kid, I do not remember my parents limiting my candy intake at all. I'm saying like I got that bag from the neighborhood. Like I would take a fucking you know your your pillowcase around the neighborhood in the valley, and I would just collect. And then dump that stuff out. And then I would just eat it that night. Most of it. The next morning, wake up, eat more of it. And like nobody regulated my candy intake. Yeah, that's funny. I heard you say, I heard you say like, oh, give it back. I thought you meant like when they took the candy from the the house or something. I'm like, once it's mine. Oh, that's mine, homie. You ain't telling me to put shit back. But you can't just leave a bag of candy with a six and a three-year-old or a five-year-old. You know what I mean? Like, cause they did with us. Right. They did with us. We're here. Yeah. I remember secretly eating in my closet Halloween candy at like nine in the morning on a Saturday. Just like, meh. Right? Did you, didn't you do that too? <laughs> no, I didn't do that one. Oh. Uh, I think that one's just you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> secretly eating. Yeah, just like I would keep the bag in my closet 
and then just eat out of it until it was all gone. And you'd eat the good stuff first, right? You'd go, right. you'd get the Snickers, the Reese cup, the fucking Smarties, yeah. the Pixie sticks. You'd have nothing but Tootsie Rolls Fuck afterwards. Fuck Tootsie Rolls, <laughs> dude. Fuck Tootsie What the hell is Fucking it? hate that. What is a Tootsie? It's nasty as shit. Is it like, and then, no, no, no. The grossest are the variants of the Tootsie. It's like the, the lime Tootsie Roll. Did oh, you ever have that? Who the fuck is giving these to kids? Stop. My, my least favorite was Runts. I fucking, fucking hate Runts. Wait, runts those are fake worst. nerds, right? No, Runts no, are runts like. Runts are the hard candy that oh, like if you really shit. tried to eat, like, you'd break your teeth. Runts <laughs> are terrible. Runts. <laughs> fucking. You fuck. Don't give me that shit. Don't give me no fake. No, oh, you know. Oh, yeah. This is like the vending machine. Yeah, candy. this <laughs> sucks. You know what Fucking sucks too those. is don't don't give me no gummy fruit, fruity gummy shit, or fucking Swedish fish. Swedish fish are the d- dumbest, boring. You guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah, fuck Swedish fish. I've never tried one, but <sighs> I imagine it's as shitty as candy corn. Candy corn's disgusting, but my kids love it. Yeah, candy corn is a it's a specific taste, but no, Swedish fish is like <laughs> boring. It's, it's like shitty gummy bears. Yeah. is what it tastes like. Yeah. yeah, it's like lesser gummy bears. Lesser gummy. Now, gummy high value fish. high value candy in my opinion this year is definitely yeah. Fuck your Swedish Swedish fish. Throw put it in your asshole. Don't even give it to me. Flush them right down the toilet. It's like why would they like why is this even a can like this is so not candy it's, themed. I know. Hey, here's a here's a fish <laughs> and it's Swedish. You're gonna love. It. Like I yeah. don't. What's the appeal to kids over here? I don't know. And what about that is Swedish? It's like very is, good question. Is Christina. that made in Sweden? Are these Swedish treats? Wait I don't... a minute. Wait a minute. Those those assorted Swedish fish. Uh, they're kind of looking a little a little better. This kind of like that the looks better. Ones. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe I don't know. That also, it could be fake. Oh, but gummy sucks though. And gummies are gummies the worst. Sucked. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm not on. Now right, you're off. No. Yeah. We're on different teams now. Oh. Okay. I do like. Um. I really like Sour Patch Kids. Like you give me a pack. Like those are those were hot this year. We got a lot of those. Yes, sir. Yeah. Dude, like two houses gave out full size, uh, candy bars. I was like, good for you. Um. Did you give out full sized Sour Patch? No, I oh. didn't know you could. Yeah. I mean that that would be crazy because that that'd be a lot. <laughs> That's so many. That'd be a lot of sour patch. <laughs> Especially You're if you did the watermelon ones. Pissing parents off. <laughs> oh my god! And like Cliff Bars too. Don't give out Cliff Bars. Wait, what? Yeah. People are giving Cliff Bars as to Halloween kids. candy. As Halloween. Is candy. it even healthy? Isn't that like a thing for hikers? It's like, That's isn't it like a, just a calorically dense? Yeah. Yeah. Like, do they need? Isn't there? Is there protein in it? No, it can't be protein. It's like a healthier. I think in their minds, they're they're being healthier for the kid but it's like fuck just, that it's not supposed to be healthy it's the one day a year where they don't care it's not healthy yeah why don't you give them a big bag of fucking kale while you're at it yeah <laughs> kale, <laughs> kale or treat yeah <laughs> shitheads well i gotta take a pish this amphetamine is making me pee a lot <laughs> so that's it that's my halloween gym i just took a pish feel so much better i can't focus when i got a bladder full of pish you know yeah, how was that uh, amphetamine mm. piss? Did, did it come out harder, faster, stronger? I do push, yeah. I get really excited, and I'm like, oh, get out of here. <laughs> <sighs> okay, that's fine. It'll be over soon. Um, um, what else was I going to tell you about? Um, let's get into some business. Um, we have voicemail follow-ups. Is that correct? Hell yeah, we do. Okay, let's get into it. Okay, we got, uh, here's a very fun follow-up. Okay. Hey, Hitler, I heard you and the Buns talking about, uh, 
dental issues and fourteen hundred dollars for a knife guard. No. You're out of your fucking mind. Yeah. But get your life. I went to the dentist and this is in sunny San Diego and the mouth guard there was gonna be three hundred, which I thought was astro fucking nomical. All you gotta do and this is exactly what my hygienist told me afterwards. She said, you don't really need to get it from us. Just go to Walmart, mm. pick up one of the ones that you boil, and it works mm-hmm. just as well, if not better, because it's not going to have the possibility to break like the specially formulated ones are. Bye, Mommy. Yeah. Oh. Well, here's the deal, man. Is I, I think I've... I, 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 I understand. I, I'm a little nervous to do... The, the the Walmart mouth guard only because I have veneers in the front, which is the only reason, you know, I'm just going to protect the veneers, but I'm just going to switch dentists. I mean, this person is a fucking con artist, apparently. Out of your so mind. So these are some boilers? Um, Yeah, you can like, bo- they mold to your mouth. See those dental guards? Um, Yeah, I think I've tried those at one point in my life for some reason. Or Tommy and I did. Oh, for his snore guards. Yeah. Yeah, thank you for the suggestion. Um, okay, next follow up. Hi, Christine Hi. and Booth Boys. Uh, I was just listening to episode 120, so dumb. And I had to pause it when so you started talking about ice trays and how to get ice out. Mm. Um, Nadav, I love you, but I think you're fully packed. Are you telling me that you turn it over onto your arm and so some of the ice falls out, but then your arm is all over the ice that doesn't? Oh, okay. I spent my entire life with those ice trays. We never had a nice enough fridge to have like a nice maker. Mm. So you take it. We had plastic ones. You crack it. And then always like when you fill it up under the sink, there's always some that like have that have like the water is overflowing a little bit. So if you can just get your nail under it a little bit, the ones that have cracked, you look and see which ones are wiggling. And then you can just pull it up with your nail and you can take them one at a time. Mm. Um so I, I just I just need a second when I heard that. But um hmm. love you all. Let him come out his name. Get your entire life. That is who's got the time for that? Get your mm-hmm. nails underneath a cube. Yeah, let me tell you something. I don't know if you see Nadal's nails, but uh <laughs> they're not getting under ice cubes. No, he doesn't have nails. I, I Boys don't have, have nails. different nails than you. Boys don't have nails. But but this she's right, cold. you can you can like you crack it and then you can see which one is lifting and then yeah. What if none of them are lifting? Then what? They will if you crack. You got to crack them. Yeah, you don't have those lame... Uh, uh, or well, aren't, Don't the silicone ones do better, too? Don't they make it easier to get out? I mean, I look, know. man, it's my, my method isn't broken. I'm not trying to fix sh- shit that doesn't need fixing. I don't, you know? even, okay. I don't even use ice. Jeez. I hate ice. Yeah, I don't even I use ice. I hate ice. hate ice. Fuck ice. Fuck ice. I don't like a cold beverage. Oh. I really don't. I don't like... I like I don't. I like room temperature. Everything. My food. I hate hot food. I hate cold food. You like, I hate hot and but cold. you also like to sweat when you sleep. I feel I like t- you and sweating. temperature is a weird relationship. I know it's hot in here. Do you? Is that good? That? Is that it's bad? Amphetamine. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Sudafed talking, you guys. <sighs> yeah. All right. Next one. Let's hear. Hey, Mommy. I was just watching the podcast about how horrific it can be for a girl going through puberty and all of that. So I've always been very scientific with my kids about the reproductive system. And my eight-year-old daughter, bless her heart, she came up to me the other day so concerned. And she said, so, Mom, I know that you get your period. I'm like, yeah. And, And she goes, and, you know... 
do you have to peel off all the skin down there every month? And I was like, off of my vagina? And she goes, yeah, because I had explained to her why we have a period <laughs> is to have the lining of the uterus, oh. you know, come out and, and refresh. Well, she thought that every month you had to <laughs> physically peel the skin of your vagina off. So, Oof. you know, being scientific is cool, but um, it backfired there. So <laughs> you'd like to know. <laughs> I, hopefully she'll talk about it in therapy one day. Yeah. All right. Bye. Yeah. Kids, kids hear something different. They're very literal. You got to be careful. Like, hopefully they ask you those follow-up questions so you can clarify. Like, God, I'm so glad I don't have to explain a period to a girl. That's so traumatic. Ugh. I, I, um, God, I got, I got my period and I just, I hit it. I remember I got it. I was, uh, 12 and my friend was spending the night and she got hers too. The same night. We both woke up. Yeah. You can period sync. Oh, it's wow. all the time, yeah. Even on your first one? Yeah, that I was, know. Like, it was both of your first ones? Yeah. Wild. Uh, she's my best friend, and we both woke up, and she's like, I got my period, and she started to cry, and I was like, what? and I got mine, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and, like, our reactions were totally different, you know? She was like, oh, my God. And then I remember she had a better relationship with her parents, you know? And so she goes... I'm going to call my dad and have him pick me up. And I was like, all right, cool. And so she calls her dad and her dad shows up and he's like, come here, sweetie. And he gives her a big hug and she's like, daddy. And she starts crying. And I look at my dad. I'm like, I ain't telling you shit, bro. I was like, sucks for her, you know? Like I'm not, I never told my, so then I went to my mom that that was because it happened on a Sunday and that Sunday night I would go back to my mom to go be with her for the week. You know, I was with my dad on the weekends. So uh, I made the mistake of telling my mom that I got my period. Ugh, I'll never forget. This is so, so horrible. And she goes, you did? Show me. I was like, no, bitch. Show yourself your fucking period. And I remember being like, like I knew in that moment. I mean, I'd always suspected she was out of her mind. But then that was one of those moments where I was like, oh, I can't, I can't tell you anything or trust you with anything you're out of your mind um and yeah that that was uh that's when i grew up oh my i think that moment so where'd you take it to or, or were periods just like uh something you just figured out on your own and never told anyone about no so so my mother was very clinical like that woman was where she my mom believed in like my parents were are european so there's no shame about stuff it's uh, it was just like yeah you're gonna get your period so she told me about it when I was like in third grade, and then she bought me a book about puberty so I like read that cover to cover like what is gonna happen what I like you know and it was a book that only had drawings of stuff and you're like like I just I just studied every page I was like oh my god dude <laughs> and then so when it came like other girls in in your class will get it before you. So you kind of be like, oh, you know, Stacy got her period. And then you just kind of like the waiting game. You wait to get yours and you hope it's not at school. And you pray that you don't bleed through your clothes and have to like, you know. So you carry, you start carrying pads around with you around that age. Because you're like, it's going to happen any minute. And it's horror. It's really, I didn't enjoy it. It was pretty traumatic. Um, yeah. 
but I know some families handle it better than mine. Um, the Kreischers were fantastic. They had period parties. Oh, yeah. That was cool. And I think I would do that if I had girls. I would celebrate it and be like, hey, congrats. Welcome to the club. You know, you're, you know, you're in it. Um, yeah. So what about you guys in like J and your D's and stuff? Because th- did someone tell you about J and your D or <laughs> you just start J and... Because I know that stuff starts coming out and you're like... Like, is that terrifying or did you know stuff was going to come out? Um, I remember, I mean, I was a late bloomer, even with Jay and my D. Like, I don't think I... <laughs> 18? Uh, well, no, Same. I don't think I started till ninth or 10th grade Jay and my D. Same. And then, what? but let me tell you, the wet dreams that I had yeah. were like on command. Yeah, I'm sure you had to release that pressure yeah. somewhere. I'd go to sleep and I'd be like, ooh, let's have a wet dream tonight. And, and I would just, just think of it. tits going to sleep. And yeah. then like in the middle of the night, I'd wake up to just like, Ugh! Mess. And mm-hmm. did you hide it from your mom? Because she probably did your sheets, right? Uh, I don't think I said anything. I just... Uh, just let him... <laughs> yeah, I just took my underwear off and threw them on the floor and put new underwear on. Oh I'm like, all right, <laughs> on we're the good floor? to... Let's finish this sleep. Oh, it yeah, smelled like on the crust. Car- on the carpet floor. And your then, room smelled like crust. And then your I mom know. had to clean up your boxers and your sheets. She didn't say anything. She's a saint. She just kind of, you know, fixed it. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> I'm not looking forward to that when my boys start jing their D's. Oh yeah. Are you going to shame them? You're like, no, Alice, what is this? Well, we already have a rule. Like you can touch your penis, but you have to do it in your room. You can't touch your penis out in the living room because little boys just touch their penises from like the minute they come out of you, you know? So you just tell them you can, you can touch your penis in your room. Just not out in front of everybody. Wait, but why did you not, did you not know you could J or D? Why were you waiting for your dreams? Um, I think it was something that I attempted. I think I had just convinced, because this was like around, I mean, when I started Jang stuff, you know, it's the internet had like kind of just started. So it was like, I'm just looking at pictures. I'm like, well, I, I think I'm supposed to look at this and then touch my <laughs> dick. And then like, you know, I touched it for three seconds. I'm like, nothing's happening. What's going on? And I'd yeah, be like, we went through the same shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't know how to do this right. And yep. then I just try all this shit by myself. I'm like, nothing's coming out the way it's supposed to. So, but you've seen the video. So, you know, that like stuff's supposed to come out. Like you kind of. No, they don't teach you how to jerk off in sex ed. No. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I never saw videos. I didn't know what was supposed to happen. I just remember the movements that kids would do at school where they do yeah. like the oh, right. jerking off, like whatever. And I'm yeah. like, so I would try that. And I'm like. I don't, I mean, this. I guess this feels good, but I don't. Right, you do it for the duration that they did the hand movement. So when someone's just like, oh, yeah, fuck off. And you're like, oh, okay, so like four pumps should do yep. it? And you're like, yep. oh, that's not doing anything. And then like two hours later, I'm like, what the fuck, man? I don't know what the fuck is going on. Mm-hmm. So then your parents didn't have a talk? Of Hell like, no. Um... No, they're not like, oh, Nadav, you're not jerking off right here. Let me show you. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, it could be something as simple as, you know, hey, you're you're probably noticing that you're getting erections or whatever. It's normal if you touch yourself and don't be afraid if stuff comes out. Like, I don't think it has to be. Never, never had a talk with my parents. Your about dad never stuff. gave you like a heads up, like you're going to get boners and. Nope. Yeah, no, I mean, Dang. mine wasn't around. Well, too. yours, yeah. <laughs> my, I, I think my mom tried to, uh, to to give me heads up about things, but she didn't know what the fuck was going on yeah, down there, so she wasn't ready. Them. Yeah, yeah. Gosh. But when, yeah. Uh, but I mean, but when we did, like when I did learn how to 
jerk off. Let me tell yeah. you. Oh my Birds god. Yeah, that, fucking. That was just like, <laughs> hey, got oh oh cool. Survivor just started. Cool. I'm gonna go to my room for the for the intro theme song because I like to h- listen to it by myself. And then okay. Yeah. I don't, don't want to hear about this part of your development, but. <laughs> Yeah, so, sorry, Christina. Well, I'll tell I'll tell you this though. Just hope that they start young, so that it's not like that. Because yeah. if it's like us, yeah, it's gonna be like five times a day, and otherwise. it's gonna be very clear what they're doing when they're doing it. And that's yeah. fine. Like I think you, but that's na- normal. It's natural. You guys should be. You know your your hormones are kicking in. That's fine. I don't I don't think it's a big deal. I I think what's a big deal is when children feel shame about that. Like there's it shouldn't be a shameful, secret, dirty, awful thing it's just it just is it's just a part of life I oh yeah but i mean it's dirty uh, any i don't know if you oh, had this so growing up because you grew up uh you were an only child but growing up with yes, siblings sir. let me tell you getting caught jerking off by your siblings is one of the most terrifying oh my God, things did? in the world yeah your sister uh, i think my sister caught me once my brother caught me once no yeah it, it is not fun i think my mom caught me like i think everyone in my family's caught me do you not have locks on your bathroom doors like what did you um you just would where were you doing i, w- I would do it in my bedroom and no at a certain like up until a certain age i wasn't allowed to lock on my door yeah i think i might put a lock on my boys doors when they turn like 12 Be like here you go <laughs> <laughs> doing you a fave that's probably a good idea Fuck. yeah that whole time of life is just the worst i i I wouldn't trade, uh, you know, sometimes I think to myself, like, I'm 45, I wish, would I go back in time? Would I want to relive? Ugh. I know. And, and then Fuck you're like, no. I know. And then you think to yourself, there's a reason we don't live forever, because it's exhausting. It's just, it's ex- it's it's kind of nice that everything has a, a season and a time, and you're done with it, because. Well, I actually, and I, I don't know, I mean, gosh. I, I guess I can't speak for you, but tell me if i'm right yeah last or not last night halloween <laughs> night uh remi- i feel like i was always told that i was going to want kids eventually that was going to be a thing mm-hmm. and i never understood why you would even want a kid <laughs> never mind why i would want a kid <laughs> halloween night i think i finally get why you'd want a it's kid so and is it because of that where like you're kind of you're not done with life but you're getting tired mm-hmm. and you get to make the world mm-hmm. a better you get to make a, like a better world. hundred percent. People ask, someone just said, told me their friends having a baby and I go, it's, it's interesting because, and I, that's why I advise people to wait as long as they can. Uh, because it's the end of your life as you knew it. Like I, I, I honestly don't even know what I would do with free time. If somebody were like, you know like when my kids leave I'm almost I'm so anxious because I'm like I don't know what to do with myself because that person that had free time and woke up late and went to brunches and saw movies and went for like a walk I I don't even know who that that is anymore that's not who I am and you're you replace that old life that single person life with a life that's exhausting at times trying at times like last night my kids both my kids slept in my bed I'm so tired and cranky but but then you see them and it's so they're so joyful and they they adore their parents like you don't realize how much children soak up your attention like it's like shine it's like sunshine to them when you just pay 
attention to them and ask them and how was your day and what are you playing with? What's that? Tell me about that. Like you're feeding them and your life just gets bigger in its scope and its purpose and its meaning because it's no longer just about you fulfilling your needs all the time, which is what it was before I had kids. Yeah, I'm going to wake up and then we're going to go for a walk and then we're going to go like all that stuff just as you know, sometimes you get to do it, but not really anymore because you're putting it into this, these people to make their lives better. And it's, it's very rewarding. It's very cool. But my life is different. I don't even know who I am. (laughs) You know, in many ways, you're just like, um, and also there's this interesting thing that happens of ambivalence, which I'm learning to master in therapy where you, you, sim- you can have two opposing feelings at the same time. So meaning you can be exhausted, you can dread being with your kids, and then simultaneously love it, love them to death, love them like you've never loved anybody before, and then dread it, and then hate it, and then be exhausted, and then love it. And it's like this weird cycle of just of just fucking parenthood that no- nobody tells you about. But it's definitely worth it. Because I was thinking... The other day, I was like, what I... Did you hear that? God damn. Yeah, we heard that. (laughs) I wonder if the listeners can hear that thunder. Oh, I bet. I tell you what, Christina. I tell you what, this weather. This Texas thunder is a woo-wee. It was crazy on the way over here. Um, But yeah, the ambivalence of it. You're not prepared for... And it's funny because sometimes it's so hard just to sit and be with them. That's the hardest part is just to sit and be still Cause sometimes I'll catch myself playing with them and I'll be like, I just want to get away from here. And then I'm like, but what would you do? (laughs) Do what? Like, Oh, look at your phone. Okay. And then do what? Like, I I don't know. Like just be here. Just be here now. Like Ram Dass be here now. And you just are constantly being here now. And then you realize how nothing fucking really matters, but your kids. I'm serious. When I was on my ketamine vision, that's the that's the epiphany I had. I was like, oh, none of this shit matters except for my my kids and my husband and my life. So there you go. All right, let's do. Uh, oh God, I have some. What's what's gender creative parenting? I think you might have. Sent Did I send this. that in? I think you might have. <laughs> You know me, I love this. When our child Zoomer was born in 2016, my partner Brent and I decided to raise them without assigning a gender. We didn't disclose their reproductive anatomy to people who didn't need to know. We used the gender-neutral pronouns they, them, their until Zoomer could tell us what pronouns fit best. And we taught Zoomer about bodies, gender, identity, and expression in an expansive and inclusive way. We wanted to hold space for the possibility that Zoomer could be intersex, transgender, or non-binary. And we were committed to protecting them from experiencing sexism in early childhood. Zoomer wore all the clothes, played with all the toys, and got to experience a childhood free of gender stereotypes. Around Zoomer's fourth birthday, he told us that he's a boy and that he loves he-him pronouns. Zoomer knows who he is and understands that gender is not binary and that his body doesn't define his destiny. Trust me. We call this gender creative parenting and there's resources and an amazing community waiting for you if you want to learn more. Zoomer barely knows where his own asshole is, so don't worry about it. Zoomer isn't thinking about gender. You are. 
you're preoccupied with. But Christina, he loves he, him pronouns. He audibly said that he loves those pronouns. He, he doesn't fucking care. I, I, listen, if your kid is in the point zero 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 one percent of the children with gender dysphoria or whatever, good. I'm glad you, I'm glad you made the effort because chances are that kid, if they are in the point zero 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 one percent of gender dysphoric children, they'll let you know. Okay, <laughs> they, trust me. If the kid is born a boy and wants to be a girl, that kid's gonna let you know. You you don't need to create the space. From what I hear, they fucking know. I mean, talk about look as if it isn't hard enough being a parent. As if it's not hard enough, you have to create a gender neutral. I yeah. I mean, I'm exhausted just listening to that. Yeah, I'll tell you what. There's one surefire way to confuse a child growing up. <laughs> And that's letting them know, hey, I know the thing that you're learning in school says one thing. I need you to know this other stuff. I need you to know there's options. <laughs> I need you to know you could not be a boy. Like, what? What? Oh, you might own. What a nightmare. I'm also really curious the if fuck? the gender that uh, they <laughs> chose is the actual gender. Like, you know? Right. Meaning like. Like, even- I wonder if it was born as a as a male and it and he chose male. Looked like a girl to me. No, it's a male. It is? They came out as a male. When our child Zoomer was Zoomer. born in 2016, oh, my cute kid wanted to if you want to learn more. No, he came out at 4. Uh he's a boy. Go back. At the golfing. No, no, no. I I wasn't asking he if, loves his he him pronouns. I, I was asked, <laughs> but but when it says he's a boy and that he loves he him pronouns, it's like how do we know that's not the creative gender parenting at play? Meaning they were enforcing that. Like it's on like him. if he thinks he's a boy, then we'll just call him a boy. Like I I don't know if that confirms that he was born a boy. Well, it's so complicated with these with this whole stuff because it's like they're like gender is fluid. But if I say that I'm a boy or a girl, I am a boy or a girl, and it's not fluid. So what is it? Is gender fluid or is it essential? You know what I mean? So, I mean, they also said uh, uh, at a point in there, too, that we didn't tell any, we didn't reveal their gender to anybody who didn't need to know. It's like, oh, who needed to know? Are there things that are important about <laughs> your gender that certain people need to know? Yeah, doctors. Hmm. Yeah. Because it would help. Maybe teachers like it, that take them to bathrooms and yeah. stuff. Mm, yeah. Almost like it has some value to it or something. Huh. <laughs> it's weird. Right. Growth percentile, charts, development, weight. Yeah. 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 And, you know, also, too, like, you don't really need to go out of your way to create a gender-neutral it's like you can you can walk them through the toy the the Barbie toy aisle at at the toy store and if they're interested you go great you, you can buy that I don't give a rip you know you don't oh, yeah. you don't need to make a big stink about their I I don't know I feel like there should be I don't know a I, rule where <laughs> like if it's something that your grandparents would be confused by the concept of <laughs> <laughs> then maybe don't teach that to your kid yet, right. you know? <laughs> right, because if, like, seven-year-olds are confused, imagine how this poor kid is right. feeling. They're like, what? They're like, yeah, like, my grandparents would be like, Nata, what do you mean you don't know, you're not a boy or a <laughs> What do you mean? So what are you? It's like, if they don't get it, <laughs> chill out. 
I just poor Zoomer. I mean, this poor kid. And that's it. Poor parents. Is the kid's name Zoomer, mm-hmm. or that's well, like the the gen the non gender they are before they pick a gender? Mm-mm. That's the kid's name Zoomer. They gave it a dog's name. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh my God, I hate my parents too, Zoomer. Oh man, what if? <sighs> Isn't this? But don't don't you feel that this is overbearing as a child too? Like this, oh yeah. If, I, I mean, if, I'm imagining what they put them through tests. Like they, every every weekend, they give them like an army ranger and a fucking barbie. They're like, right. which one do you want? You walk towards the one you want. It's like, I just want to play, dude. What are we doing? Yeah. Why are we doing tests at home? <laughs> yeah. Can I just play? All this conscious parenting, it, it feels very oppressive. Like just just chill, guys. Have a fucking coke and a smile with the kid. Watch some cartoons. Eat some candy, dude. It's not that serious. It's really it's really not that serious. You're just hanging out. That's another part about parenthood. You're just really hanging out a lot. With young kids, you're just you're just hanging out. That's what you're doing. It's it doesn't have to be. They're overdoing it. Wait until they have their second kid, because <laughs> I see oh, a yeah. lot of single parents. <laughs> you know, like the one kid parents, and they overdo that shit. They're like, look at look at you. Come here, Carson. 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 Good job, Car. And Carson is like barely alive. You know, Carson's like five months old, and they're taking him to the fucking pumpkin patch. And you're like, he doesn't need to be here. He doesn't know where he is. He could be at home in the living room right now, and so could you. Chill out. Right. It's it's, it's like it's for them because they they put all their parenting juice into the first kid. Oh and then yeah. On the second kid, they're oh. like, oh, you don't need this much yeah. juice into the like. Nah. It's like how um like nah. I'm the youngest of four siblings, <laughs> so like my oldest sister I think had like four photo albums of her baby pictures. <laughs> of course. I think my, by the time they got to me, it whittled down to like half an album that I shared like- with my <laughs> other sister that was one year older than me. like it's. Yeah. Just like, nah, we don't need that much. Yeah, you, you just realize that you don't need to overdo. They they really just want your undivided attention. From what I can tell, like they just want you to watch them and and watch me, mommy, come here, play and, and they just want your attention. It doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be this dramatic of like, did you choose your gender? Zoomer, did you choose it today? What are you? What are your pronouns, Zoomer? I remember like, I would fuck. wake up before school and God. i would yell downstairs like mom is it gonna be hot like is it shorts or is it pants today right and like I, I couldn't even figure out the weather i'm gonna figure out my gender <laughs> gender that'd be really funny if the second kid pops out and they're like no uh, that's a girl trust me it's a girl we know we know it's a girl yeah. <laughs> like zoomers like, so fucked up already we're zoomers not doing like, that again <laughs> zoomers like enough guys come on can we go to Chuck E. cheese now can we can we can we cut my hair finally? Get it out of the bun, for God's sakes! And the stupid bun for poor Zoomer. I mean, the kid doesn't want a bun. He just wants short hair and to keep the hair out of his face. I guarantee you that. Jesus Christ! That's for the parents. All this psychotic shit. All right, you guys. Um, we're probably gonna debut this on YMH, but you know, I love to. I love these Chris Larson posts these hold on before you play this i was in the worst mood this morning i woke up i was exhausted and i was scrolling through the instagram and i saw that chris larson posted and it cha- it turned my whole day around so without further ado here it is chris larson's monthly post this is for the month of november here you go hey everybody it's the monthly post here again just want to wish everyone a happy tuesday um Hope you're having a good day, and the weather's pretty rainy here, but, you know, it's not too bad. Um, <laughs> tomorrow will hopefully be better, because 
I'm gonna be driving across country soon, and that's why I got my car details. So I got my car detail because you'll you'll say some gas mileage, but also your car will look nice. So if you're thinking about driving across country, you should think about that too, because uh, it'll make the drive a lot nicer. Um, shout outs to Chloe from Idaho um, and Dustin's dog Carver. Hope uh, hope you're both having a great day. Hope uh, tomorrow's gonna be a good day for you guys too. And uh, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. It's coming up. Uh, I hope, hope your Thanksgiving's good. Bye. Wow. Great work, Chris Larson. Thank you. I love his apathy. I love his um, just not wanting to be there vibe. It's the best. It's the best. There's nothing better. And you know what always makes me chuckle that I always forget whenever he does a post? What? That this number is zero. <laughs> he is following, following zero number. people, and he is literally just doing this because we're at we're making him. <laughs> we're making him do it, and that's oh, the only reason. It's part of his job description. He will get fired if yeah, he doesn't do. We these. dock we dock his pay any time <laughs> that it's shorter than a minute. <laughs> you know what I love is that he looks exactly the same every month. Look, no variation. How do you do that? Like his hair is a little shorter on the first post, but. I mean, that's consistency. He's the best, man. He is. No one makes me laugh like Chris. What a funny guy. Um, oh, uh, shout just reminder to you guys, November 18th, YMH Live comes back. We have the fantastic Joe Rogan guesting on the show, and we've got a lot of surprises. Um, yeah, get your tickets now. We're going we're gonna to do the live show here from Guantanamo Bay. Um, it's going to be great. We've got some really stupid shit planned for you guys. And I don't want to give too much away, but Chris Larson has a role. And um, yeah, we're stoked. So, so it's excited gonna be for that band. So funny. I can't believe yeah. he said yes to it. <laughs> I really can't believe it. Yeah, he's got to. He but has to. It just shows, you know, Chris really is a trooper. Yeah. Like you think that you can't bully him into doing stuff and then he just and surprises you and lets you, lets you do it. <laughs> he's like Eeyore. Chris Larson is Eeyore. Like, he's sweet. And he's just like, meh, thanks, Christina. <laughs> hey, Eeyore, can I put this around your neck? Sure. Why not? <laughs> Nothing matters. We're all gonna die. Thanks, Eeyore. <laughs> Existential Eeyore. All right. Woo! I got a DUI, baby. Do it, any, please. Gives me so much. <laughs> we up out of here, baby. You guys don't know this, but behind studio, the, the behind the the scenes of studio, James, I often make any do his. Uh, what's his name? Tommy Johns. Uh, Tony Johns. Tony Johns. <laughs> Tony Johns. And yeah, you do. It's uh, same thing. You know, I, you docked my pay once. I didn't do it. I was pretty upset, so haven't not done it since. <laughs> give me, give me a woo. Get up. Woo. <laughs> Hell yeah. it's, it's, your boy. <laughs> your boy. it's your boy. Your boy. It's your boy. It's your boy. Young Italian, young buck. <laughs> <laughs> what did you just get? <laughs> it's fucking funny, dude. All right, let me do a what would Christina P do? This one, um, I'm going through something similar right now. Uh, did you have to deal with a sleep regression slash separation anxiety with your boys at two years old? If so, how did you deal? My little man was fine sleeping on his own, but a few weeks ago decided he could not fall asleep without one of us in his room. When my husband takes his shift, 
The kid goes to sleep pretty fast. When I take the shift, he thinks it's playtime and it turns into an hour-long process with screaming and crying if I try to leave when he isn't listening. I am fucking exhausted. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. Thanks, mommy. New to the mom game. Yes. Yes. And in fact, I'm dealing with kind of the similar, similar, sorry, I say I keep saying it wrong, similar issue right now. So what happens, you know, you sleep train the kids and then inevitably they go through phases and stages where they want to sleep with you. Totally normal right now because the kiddos are sick. I let them sleep with me. And uh, then comes the challenge of putting them back into their own bed. So tonight, Juju's going to have to sleep in his own bed. So perfect timing on this. So what you do is uh, you set up, you tell them early in the day. So this morning I woke up, actually last night, I go, yeah, you can sleep with it. You can sleep with mom tonight, but tomorrow you're going to be in your own bed. Deal? And he goes, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. But then, of course... Um, hold on. I got to write something down for the next episode before I forget. But then of course this morning I'm like, you're going to sleep in your own bed tonight. And he's like, no. So it's starting. But the secret to little children and changing their routines is warning early reminders throughout the day so that when the time comes, they're not surprised. Because what I've found is that, God, there's that great book I mentioned the book you wish your parents would have read. Um, I think that's the title of it. The book you wish your parents would have read. Uh, oh God, my tits are fucking. There it is. The book you wish your parents had read. It's quite. It's a lovely book. And and what what this what I learned from this book is that children don't transition as quickly as adults do from activity to activity, from change to change. So warning is great. That's why you give like the five minute warning on changing an activity, changing location. Okay, guys, two minute warning, one minute, we're out of here, bros. And when they freak out, don't ignore the freak out. Go address them. I know I see that you're freaked out. What's going on? But I wanted to play in the thing for another minute. Okay, I'll tell you what, one more minute and then we bounce. Deal, deal. Great. And that usually shuts them up. So same thing with bedtime. Guys, this is it. Tonight's the night. We're sleeping in our own room. Yay! Why don't we set it up really cool? You guys have a nightlight? Yeah, great. You're going to set up a nightlight. The sound machine, whatever it is they love, make something special. Maybe it's a new pillow or something they love sleeping with so they feel very, very, very secure. And then, uh, so you do a routine. I rock them a little bit. We read stories in the chair. All right, guys, this is it. Mommy's going to leave in five minutes. And then you're going to stick to it. Okay, you're going to stick to it. Hugs, kissies, yes. More hugs, more kissies. I want another hug. Okay, okay. All right, guys, this is it. Seriously, bye-bye now. I go. And then they're going to they're gonna freak. So what I do... Uh, oh, oh, I like to threaten with taking away... <laughs> take away privilege. Two-year-olds will understand. There's something your two-year-old loves you threaten to take that bitch away you'll see the behavior change lickety split my man so right now it's candy high commodity treat in our house so tonight what i'm going to do is i'm going to say do you want your candy yeah then you got to stay in bed otherwise mommy takes all the candy and gives it away to the tooth fairy oh shit and then what i do is um i watch them on the monitor so i got a camera set up on them and if i see them even start to inch out of the bed i talk into the monitor oh i guess you don't want your candy tomorrow 
get back into bed now. And they freak out, they get back into bed. That's my method. Uh, it works for me because I, but I, you also have to follow through on your threats. So you gotta, you gotta follow through. You take that shit away. You do what you say you're going to do. And then that will work for you. But if you don't follow through on your threats, then they'll continue the behaviors you don't want. So Hell yeah. follow fucking through. They sure will. They sure will. <laughs> Otherwise you hire any to be your hall monitor. And I thought about you tonight. because I, I would love for you to come over and just be like, get back into bed, son. No. <laughs> just wait outside. Just like, sup? Sup, bro? Sup? Where are you going? What you for? doing out here, man? Mm-hmm. Huh? You don't want to be out here at night, homie. This is my house. <laughs> you don't want to be out here. Well, you be back in that bed. The hall monitor. And that is another approach, too. I learned from my beloved Nakia. A hall monitor can sit out there. Uh, usually it's dad. See, here's the deal, man. The reason dad gets shit done is because they know that daddy doesn't love them as much as you do. They know mom is the source of all the love, all the sweetness, all the joy, all the care, all the attention. Dad is less, um, dad is shorter with them. So that's why dad gets business done. So you may want to have your uh, husband do these for a few nights in a row until the kids are in the habit with him or have him be hall monitor. You say goodnight. He sits in the hall and waits for them to pop up and it'll take an hour, but then you've broken them of the um, atrocious habit. Also, start early. Don't wait until they're exhausted to do this horse shit. Okay, so for, for instance, my kids actually fall asleep around 830. But guess what? Mom starts bedtime at like 7. I'm like, go in your rooms, go fucking play. <laughs> because then they'll fall asleep by 830. If they can, if they can play around, and screw around, it takes that long. It just takes that long. And then don't beat yourself up. It's normal for them to regress. They do great. They don't do great. They end up in your bed. Eh. Big deal. They're not they're not gonna sleep in your bed forever, thankfully. But it is cute when they do and it's special and you know. And I dread the day that they're not gonna want to sleep with me. That's gonna be so fucking sad. I don't like that. All right. You know what? I like this episode. I'm gonna let's make this into a two part series. I feel like we're in a vibe, we're in a mood. Hell yeah. Yeah? Okay, we'll make this into two part. I'm just gonna, you know, freshen up and we'll we'll yeah. be back next week. Sudafed Chronicles Part Woo! 2 coming at you. <laughs> so um, until next episode, stay cool, moms. I'll see you on the next episode. Okay, I love you. Bye. Where my moms, where my moms, where my moms at? Where my moms wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my moms, where my moms, where my moms at? Where my moms at podcast? With Christina P.